Hey guys, in this quick Q&A rundown that happened over in the Podcast Pro University membership community, we are going to get juicy. The girls brought their best questions and they literally range from podcasting to brand to monetizing to little inner nuances of the business. So whether you're a podcaster or not, these questions can and will pertain directly to you. I know you're going to love it. Grab a notebook and pen and take a lot of notes because the girls brought the fire. And if you want to be part of the Podcast Pro University community, come on, girl. We are waiting for you. Join the hundreds of women who have enrolled in Podcast Pro University and the dozens of women who are launching top 30, yes, top 30 ranked podcasts in their category. We've even had a couple hit new and noteworthy, and it's just blowing my mind. So you get the community, which is where Girls are collaborating, they are doing podcast swaps for each other and review swaps and you get this sisterhood of support and accountability and uh, it's just incredible. And for now, you get that for free when you get your lifetime access to Podcast Pro University, which is the actual training, the how-to, the tacticals of naming your show, creating all of the content ideas, putting it into action, where to host, how to get on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Alexa, all the places, how to edit, how to record, how to get guests on your show, how to manage the process from the back end, advanced growth strategies, and more. Monetizing all of it. My course literally has everything that you need to create an amazing, profitable podcast that's going to build and scale your brand over time, set you up for success with SEO, and hi, you can record from your PJs in your office, drinking all the drinks, messy hair, don't care, braless and flawless, can I get an amen over here on a Monday or whatever day you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) All right, come join us, podcastprouniversity.com. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Justine, do you listen to your podcast before you send it off to be edited? No. I record my episodes, and if I feel like I did really well, I won't even edit them, you guys. Now, this comes with time. In the beginning, they all needed editing, believe. Now, I can riff an episode and not need to edit it, which is awesome, right? Because you save time and money. Um, But I do not listen before, and I actually do not even listen to the edited episode, like when it comes back before I publish it, because ain't nobody got time for that, right? Here's what I want to leave you guys with here. The more comfortable that you get on your episodes, trust yourself. Just trust yourself. I would rather you save an hour of re-listening to your episode than worrying about catching every single um and you know long pause. Like remember that people are there 
to learn, to consume information from you. Hi, Daniela. Hi, everybody. And so, and post any questions you have below, ladies. And the reason that Justine asked this is she said she deleted the episode because she thought of so many things that she wanted to change or say differently. And she was wondering if she should just send it off. A million percent, ladies. Send it. Just send it. Don't re-listen to it because you're never, you're your own worst critic and you're never going to think something is good enough. Okay. Aubrey says, do you have a podcast pitch acceptance rate? Like pitches sent to pitches, accepted schedules, just thinking about how many I should be sending out per week. So this is going to be super variable based on your size and like the criteria of who you're pitching Aubrey. So I want you guys to think about when you think of pitch strategy, getting on someone else's show, do you want to be on more shows with a smaller visibility to get that publicity going in more of like a niche way? Or do you want to pitch big shows and do less? So in the beginning, I was pitching smaller shows because I wanted to have a ton of visibility. I wanted to get on as many shows as possible. So we went after shows that were smaller than mine, but really niche to my Lola, to my audience. And I probably had a 60, 70%, maybe even more. It was a lot of yeses. Because when you're bigger than them, they want to come on. They want you to come on and add your expertise because it's a benefit to them as well. That's one strategy. The other strategy is, oh my gosh, I want to pitch bigger shows, which now I don't want to take any more interviews right now, but I will take an interview if it's beneficial. Like if their show is bigger than mine or extremely niche to my audience, I'll take it. So we have a less... Uh, yes, a less yes rate, right? Like I would say at this point, if, when you go pitch big shows, I probably have a 30% yes. Does that make sense, Aubrey? So for you, what do you want? Do you want to be on a lot of small shows? Do you want to be on a couple big shows? Think about that. And I think you can really average that out to be a 50% yes. If you want to get on one show a week, pitch two or three shows a week. Drop me a one if that makes sense, ladies. Okay, Daniela asks, I started going live on Podbean and my podcast Instagram stories so I could get used to doing it. But the second people hop on to listen or watch, I'm a deer in headlights. <laughs> uh, how many of you can relate to that? Drop me a two if like as soon as someone comes on to watch your live, you're like, never mind, never mind, I want to get out. Okay. And she says, I lose my train of thought and quickly end the live. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are not alone, sister. Let me tell you my biggest secret for when I was going live in the beginning, I got a sticky note, a good old fashioned sticky, and I would put it over the number of viewers. I would just tape it on my phone and tape it on my computer because it would totally throw me off. So if you, I don't know if Podbean has a way to turn off who's watching you. Probably not. So I would say get your sticky note as soon as you go live and you see that little live box, put your sticky note on top of it. Because guys, it doesn't matter, right? Do we care if nobody watches? No. We know that, we know for a fact that replays are going to be much more highly viewed than the live itself because people want to watch on their own terms. So we don't care. Who cares if somebody's watching you live or if somebody watches later? So just put the sticky over it and you show up as if there's 100 people watching you and it doesn't matter how many there are and don't you dare lift that sticky note <laughs> to see how many people are watching you. Now, the only thing that, that this will not do is hide the comments. So if people are commenting with you, you're gonna know they're there. But I think for that, 
just remember that these people wouldn't be watching you if they didn't like you, if they weren't a fan of who you are and the value that you're putting into the world. Like, I don't feel at all nervous right now. I don't feel at all judged by any of you because you guys are my sisterhood. You're my Lola's. I'm showing up to you right now. Like in my PJs, I have no makeup on. My hair is cray. That's why I have this beautiful filter because it kind of is fixing my hair right now. I'm just here for it. So just remember, people that are going to watch you guys live are your people. And use a sticky note. Next one. Angel, podcast interviewing. Do you discuss a topic beforehand or just talk and see what happens? Do you have a topic in mind? Yes, I definitely have a topic in mind before I do an interview. If I am not serving my audience to the highest capacity, I'm not doing them justice. And I am not taking an interview just because someone's fancy. You guys would not believe how many pitches I get every week from people that are super fancy. And they have their big sheet and it's like, oh, I have a bajillion followers. And like, la, look at me, I'm promoting my book. And I'm like, next. Like if you don't come to me with specific value that you're going to transfer to my Lola's and you're going to change their life in a way that I cannot do. So you know a topic that I don't know. And you tell me, I love your show. And like, you actually care and you actually know about what my mission is. And you say, I can provide value here. I don't care how big they are. I don't, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is having people of authenticity, people of, of, of truth to come and teach my gals. So I already specifically not only have a topic in mind, but I have people in mind that I want to come teach. When we discuss, I'm for sure letting them know like, Hey, I know you got a book launch coming, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Like I want you to teach on blank. Okay. And uh, so yes, that's my answer. There is we for sure have a topic. I do not give questions because I just want to conversate with people naturally and I want to be able to ebb and flow. So if they share their story and their story has this really cool trigger point in there, I want to be able to talk about that and not stay on my questions. But I know that some people feel really strongly that you need questions and that's okay too. You do you is my answer here. Next, coaching. Angel asked this as well. I want to do coaching on the podcast. What do I need to do in order to cover, my, cover myself in the way of a waiver? Disclaimer, I am not a lawyer. I am not qualified to uh, teach you guys what to do in your own businesses. So there's that, cover my booty disclaimer. But for me, what I personally do is I have a coaching contract that my clients have to sign off on before we meet. That is tier one of protection. The second thing that I personally do is I have a contracted release for my podcast. So they are basically waiving any right to the recorded material and they are gift or signing me off um, permission to use their coaching session in any way, shape or form. Contract for the coaching itself. And then I have the waiver, the content release form contract. Okay. And you guys, you can find lots of great templates online. And then I would get that template up to par and maybe have a lawyer take a second look at it to make sure that you are covered. Next question, Angel, third question from Angel, and then we'll go to Allison. She says, I need to go back and listen to your coaching episode, but what's your setup as you do one as far as collecting information beforehand? I know you type out notes and deliver them after as well as the Zoom, which I love. Is there a way that I can start doing this without having all of the website Thrivecart Calendly set up? 
Yeah. Angel. Um, if you just want to kind of start for free, I would recommend you guys have a Google form, set up a Google form. And once you guys have booked their interview or their coaching session, you send them to the Google form and they can fill out all the things. And I ask them for their name, their email, their phone number, their Enneagram number so that I really know that what type of personality that they have. I then ask, what do you want to cover in today's coaching session? What are the one or two things that must get covered today? And then tell me a bit about your business. Tell me anything else that I need to know, basically. So that's what I ask for in my coaching. And I think what you guys ask for in your coaching is really going to depend on what do you coach? What are you helping people with? If you're helping people like Emily with SEO, you probably have a lot more that you need to collect before you actually meet with someone. But for me, it's a lot of that like vision work and I'm able to just do that off the cuff. So uh, Google Forms is how you can do it for free. How I do it is through Calendly, which I use to schedule all of my interviews and all of my clients. There's a form before they submit and they have to enter all of that information right there inside of Calendly. And also why I love Calendly and I do have the paid plan. I think it's 10, eight or $10 a month. It automatically sets up the Zoom calendar for both of us and it sends reminders. Very, very highly recommended. All right. Is all this making sense to you guys? Drop me a three if you're still with me. And also, if you have any questions about podcasting, just comment below. Allison asks, how often is it okay to repurpose podcast interviews where I was the guest? And then I repurposed that episode for my show. Great question, Allison. I think you can repurpose any podcast episode that you do for someone else that is new and unique content new and unique or different content than something you've already taught yourself. A lot of the times when I do a podcast interview, it's the same thing. They want me to share my story. They want me to share about how women can find out their God-led calling. They want me to talk about passive income. And so I'm like, well, we've beat that with a dead horse over on my show already, right? And so I'm not going to use that on my podcast. However, I have some very unique interviews where, P.S., P.S., I'm obsessed with when people interview me in a new and unique way and ask me things that have never been asked. So you guys think about that for your guests. How can you be different? How can you do something or go into a different topic or go deeper with your interviewees than they're used to? Because it stands out and the probability that they'll want to use it on their show is much higher. So for me, I uh, really ask myself, did this interview was it new, unique, or different? If the answer is yes, I just say, hey, can I use this on my show? We sign a release and I'm able to use a piece of that for my show or they sign a release for me. Yeah, does that make sense? So you can do it as much as you want. If, you're, if you guys are doing like interviews like crazy and there's unique content, absolutely use it because now you're repurposing your time. If I can save time as money, amen. Why do you guys think I'm recording this right now? I'm live with you guys here in the group. I'm recording it on Zoom and my microphone is right here because I may take a piece of this training and use it on my podcast. Anytime I'm teaching, you need to think about how can I repurpose this? I also may use a piece of this in Instagram TV. You guys see how that works? Okay, uh, last question. And then if you guys have any questions that are on live with me, please comment below related to podcasting or anything that's a sub relation to podcasting and I'll answer it for you. Okay. Jacqueline asks, I've heard that you can be a podcast where you share your journey through life as X, Y, Z person sharing lessons learned on the journey. 
versus the niche being mompreneur or marketing, et cetera. What are your thoughts? I'm not clear on that, Jacqueline. Do you mean like your niche can be a thing, not a person? I think that's what you mean. For example, your niche can be experiencing miracles. Let's see if this is a good example. So you experience miracles and you want to talk about like people that have experienced miracles in their life and they're going to share their story. And then that's the niche instead of the, the person listening. Hi, Michelle. Let me know if that's what you mean. Drop me a something. Drop me a poop emoji. Okay. So Jacqueline says like your, my niche is mompreneur, but it could just be Steph's journey. Okay. No, there's a difference between, so Steph's journey is personal to me, right? And I can pull all of these things out about my journey, but I have to transfer that to someone. So we can never say that there is not a someone that needs the journey, the teaching, the, the story, the, demog the demographic that you're talking about, the, um, the miracle, if we use that as, as an example, right? Like let's say you're teaching about miracles all the time. There's still a specific human being that would be listening to this. So you guys have to still have a person in your brain before you show up. So before I show up on here, I visualize Lola and I'm talking to her right now. I'm talking to Lola. All of you are my Lola, like literally. Okay. And so I know I can show up like this. I know I can drink coffee on this live with you. I know that it's okay that my son is in the other room. And if he comes in that that's okay. I know that I know who you guys are. And because I, I relate with you so well, you understand my journey and it resonates with you. But if all I ever talked about was my journey, you guys would leave because all we are egocentric human beings. I have to share my journey with you guys and then bring it into something that you can internalize, that you can take away, that has tactical trainings that you can implement. Jacqueline says, so if it's a topic that a wide audience can talk, that a wide audience can use, you still just pick one to talk to. Yes, because here's the thing. My podcast is very niche. I'm talking to Lola. But do you guys know how many people, different types of people listen to my show? I have men that'll message me. I have like men with no kids. <laughs> it's like, okay. I have people that aren't Christian. I have people that have no faith at all. I even have people hire me that have no faith and like of any kind or, or, or maybe they do, but it's not a religious affiliation. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. Like I listen to you because your content is so valuable to me. But I think you still need to have a human in your mind or you aren't going to have the energy. You aren't going to have the transfer of emotionality that gets people to care, that gets people to feel with you, that gets people to come back for more with you. Because if I was talking to everybody, I'd be filtering right now. If I was like, oh, there could be a guy on here. Oh, there could be, you know, somebody that's not a Christian on here, which is totally awesome with me. But then I start to dilute. I start going, Okay, hey mama and dadas, um, let's learn today about how to reduce screen time for our kids because we're all running crazy businesses, right? Or maybe you're not running a business yet. Maybe you're still thinking about starting a business. That's okay too. And then do you guys see how it starts to dilute the power of the message? She says, so you don't feel it's necessary to adapt the episode to the variety of people that might be able to use it? No. Nope, not at all. You guys are 
empowered and have the permission slip to be micro niche, be so niche. Like even when I was at Brendan's uh, event and there are 40 countries and every ethnicity and every type of human being in the entire world in the same room, he was still talking to the same person. Whatever person he had in his mind, it was very obvious. He was speaking to one type of person, probably not a gender, but one type of person. And he didn't sway his message based on who was in the room. And I thought that that was so cool because we are all smart human beings. And I'm able to infer, like, if he's using, it, using an example of men, I'm able to, in my mind, just say, okay, how would this work in my demographic? How would this work for me? And I appreciate that he didn't dilute the message because that would almost make it more confusing and it would have made it so much less impactful. Last question, Podcast Pro University is in the order we need to do to launch, correct? So going module to module in order, we would be set. Yes, that is correct. One, two, three, four, all the way through module like 13. All right. I hope that this was helpful. I hope you guys got clarity. I hope that you learned something new about your show and I'm cheering for you guys. I just want to pray over you that you're filled with excitement about your business today. If you're feeling overwhelmed, kind of like I am today, that God gives you the clarity of what to do first. He gives you the discernment of what is most important in your business. And then he gives you ample time to do all the things you need to do in your life today and every day, never forgetting what is most important to your harmony in your heart and keeping what's most important right here first before we do all of the things. I hope you guys loved that live Q and A that happened over in podcast pro university membership community. And I just love these girls. They always bring the fire and submit the best questions. And I try to go live at least once a month over there. So if you are joining us in the group, know that you will have continued support, not only from the incredible women who have already gone before you and are still in the group, of course, but also from me. I will take live questions as often as I possibly can to help continue to nurture your success as a podcaster because Y'all, your success is my success and having you spread your heart into the world and share and show up on a podcast, if I can support that and help you be more successful, I'm going to a million percent be there for you. So know that if you join us, hey, perk number 75. (laughs) All right, sis, I send you off with so much love and light today and I just pray over your happiness that you are fulfilled and joyful and blessed in every way that your children are incredible listeners and behaving and loving on each other. And I pray that your spouse is so supportive of you today and every day and that you are kind to yourself and believe that you can do this. I pray for your courage and your resistance and resilience as you continue on this path that you've been called to. I love you. I'll see you soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama's song, leave a review. Send it, please. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me. Because together, we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life. Because, sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.